Hello, and welcome to The Artist Lens, a show where we explore various types of artists in California, where artists can share their own unique creative process. I am your host, Caitlin Villa. A popular form of art today in California is photography. There are a variety of different photographers in Los Angeles. Today, I have Chris Villalobos as my guest. He has been doing photography for eight years. Chris, thank you for being here today to talk about photography and the creative process that goes into it. So my first question for you is, what sparked your interest in doing photography? Um, Growing up, you know, that's pretty interesting because I feel like I was always drawn to visual mediums, particularly like film. But in 10th grade, my best friend, uh, he was into photography and he would always show me the photos he shot. And I was like, that's really cool. I, I think I want to do something like that. And he actually ended up gifting me my first uh, little film camera. So that's that sparked my interest. And when you take pictures, where do you go to find good pictures to take? Um, I... I don't know that I really go out to a specific place. I kind of like try to keep a mindset of like, oh, how can I make a great image in whatever location I'm in? In high school, I used to go to downtown a lot just because it was, it seemed more lively. But uh, since then, I've kind of tried to uh, look for good locations closer to me, you know, find something new in, in the ordinary. So basically, you can like take pictures any location you are. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes it's a little hard. Sometimes you're like, oh, if I could only have like a longer lens or a wider lens, but you try to make the best with what you've got. Yeah. And... How do you think you developed your skills as in photography as a photographer? Like, how did you hone your skills? Um, I think I hon- honed my skills by just going out a lot. Like, when I first got into it, it was every day I was going out. I used to skateboard, so every time I left, like I would just have my camera just in case. Um, yeah, I, I think I used to watch a lot of YouTube videos too, but I feel like it could, it would get easy to be swayed by a particular style or proper way to do things that I didn't really agree with. I think if you really want to find your own voice, you should just go out there and do it. So yeah, I, I remember for a while, I, wherever I was, there was a, a camera at my side. I guess that somewhat helps answer the next question, but if you want to elaborate a bit more on how you developed your style of photography. Yeah, I kind of liked um, this feeling of, uh, I don't know how to like articulate it exactly, but it's like, I guess it's a, a mode of street photography or just kind of being like hidden in plain sight but I like to uh I like to find interesting angles or 
like vantage points where you don't really think about being um like to give an example i think one of my favorite photos that i've shot is at this uh drag strip in the back seat of my friend's car of this guy in front of the car like checking out his car and i just think it's cool to like no one really thinks of someone being in the backseat of a car as being like the lens or the protagonist of whatever narrative you're trying to tell. So I like just that kind of, I guess, voyeuristic view. And you mentioned that you were into other visual mediums like films. Do you think any of that inspired your photography as well? Yeah, um, when I got into photography also, I think I was... I was really big on Tumblr. I was on Tumblr like all the time. And the majority of the Tumblr that I would, the Tumblr posts that I would see were um, like screen grabs from films. And I would follow a lot of cinematography pages, which kind of uh, influenced the way I looked at, you know, just still photography and how do you, uh, like trying to, I don't know if this makes sense, but like trying to find cinematic moments in real life. Yeah, I get that. And when you take pictures, what gear do you use? You mentioned you had a film camera, but do you always use film cameras or any other types of gear? Um, I have about three or four cameras, and I try to swap them out. I only have one digital camera and three other film cameras. Uh, I did start shooting out on film, and I still, uh, I like film for the, like, the tangibleness of it, and, like, I love, what, like, getting the negatives back from the lab and just looking at the brown strip, and, you know, I also enjoy scanning them into the computer when I have time to do that, but, um, if digital cameras are also, like, really easier, and they're really, they're really fun to play around with, and you can get a lot of really cool effects on them that are a little harder to do on the film camera and, and I don't really uh I don't know that I really ever think oh this shot that I want to do would look better on film or this is on digital I I think I look at it more as a convenience like if I'm going to let's say I'm going to a theme park and I want to take my camera with me like Disneyland I, I think it'll be a little easier to walk around there with a smaller digital camera than a heavier aluminum film camera so I just kind of think about it like that more of in practicalness rather than uh aesthetic yeah just about what's easier to carry around with you and so you have experience using both film and digital but for photographers who are starting out do you have any recommendations for them on what would be best for them to start with or easier? Um, I think, you know, well, my first camera was a, a film, little point and shoot, just the most basic camera. You just load the film in and you shoot. It has a flash. You really can't mess, mess anything up too much. But I know these days, um, I started doing this in high school in 10th grade and film film development labs were a little bit more prevalent but they've since kind of gone out and it's a little harder and more expensive to find but i do i do really like the point and shoot 
like style of camera just a little a little square that fits in your hand and you can just sneak and get cool pictures and things like that i would recommend something like that um i've never had a digital point and shoot camera but i think i mean i think they're worth looking into and when you get your photos do you use any editing software for the digital ones or any sort of special enhancements for your photos yeah, uh, for both digital and film, um, more so on in the film, I, I try to, you know, use a light meter and try to get everything right so it comes out how I want it and I don't have to edit it. But every now and then, you know, you we're not I'm not the best, um, and you'll mess up. You want to lighten it or darken it a little bit, and for the digital ones, uh, I normally always just play around a little bit with it in Lightroom. I think I prefer Lightroom a little bit more to Photoshop. I'm just more familiar with it. But other than that, I, I try not to edit too heavily. Just do a, a fix a little thing here or there and that's about it. And you mentioned that you do a lot of street photography, but do you ever just do like pictures that you stage and set up and if so, how do you do that? Uh, I haven't done that a whole lot. Every now and then I will. I used to have some lights that I would set up and some gels that would give a really, really cool, like, aesthetic background. And then it would, you know, contrasting colors and all that. But that is something that I want to get into more, just kind of having a, a set, like, stage or studio and have some props and have some people pose for me that sounds really fun i i think eventually one of one of my dreams or goals would be to like shoot album covers and i always look at album covers because obviously they're mostly staged or set up and posed but they always look so cool and so creative uh that's something that i definitely want to look into more but i haven't done a whole lot as of yet mm -hmm. And do you have any favorite album covers that you would say, like, oh, I wish I took that picture for it, or? Um, yeah, I, I really like this album cover. My top three album covers, I would say, are, it's, it's a wide variety. I'm kind of a weirdo when it comes to music, but I think one of the ones that stands out to me is NWA's Eiffel for Zagan. Um, it's just a photo of a crime scene, but it's just really, really cool. Um, maybe the second one would be Haim's Women in Music Part 3. Um, it, it's three sisters, and they're in this butcher shop, and I really like... Um, the dynamic and that photo is also really sh it's shot by one of my favorite filmmakers Paul Thomas Anderson as well which I think is really cool and then I would say maybe my third one um the Black Keys is one of my favorite band and they just made they're working on this new album called Dropout Boogie and the album cover is their drummer and their lead singer as a they're as blue collar like working people. I think one of them is a painter and one of them is like a mechanic or something like that. 
and they're smoking cigarettes and the smoke and then just their outfits everything looks so cool and it's in black and white which is a really interesting format it's really interesting how like with the right lighting you can make it look so vibrant even though there's no color and with that being said what would you say like helps to make a good picture stand out like that um i think lighting is a really big aspect that's something that is uh really important i would say you know when you're trying to look for a good shot but the key to that is lighting in the right direction you know not always just lighting to the face or to the front of what you're shooting and once you like kind of play around with that then you can manipulate it a little bit more and you can get these really really cool effects um and then frame i mean i really like composition but it doesn't always have to be like proper rule of thirds composition. All that stuff works, obviously. It's really, really great. But sometimes it, it pays off to like play around a little bit and just, you know, make things a little bit awkward, but on purpose. Sounds good. And what would you say your favorite part about taking pictures is? I really, really like, specifically on the this Canon film camera that I have, I really like the sound of the shutter. Um, that's, that's my favorite part about, like, using that specific camera. But in photography as a whole, um, I just like having these images, and I like, even if no one sees them, I do post some of my work online, but even if I didn't have that privilege and I just had this stack of negatives and these files of photos, like I love just looking at it and thinking of that time and I can remember where I was. And even sometimes I can't, I look at this photo and I, and it's so abstract to me. I'm like, when did I ever take this? When was I ever in this situation? And it's kind of fun to like figure out where, where I was, um, why why I was there, why I took that photo. It's just a nice little map to retrace the steps of your life. It's kind of like photos are just like helping you like keep hold of memories in a way. Alright, and do you have a least favorite part about taking pictures or just photography in general? Uh, yeah, I... I I do post my photos on Instagram. I have an Instagram and but I also hate the oversaturation of like Instagram and photography because now everybody will take a photo on film and it'll be just a photo of a wall but because it's shot on film uh, people think that it carries more value on it than it does. And it kind of just waters down the... I feel like it waters down the artistic qualities of the 
proper photographers. I I don't want to sound like a gatekeeping or being elitist or anything like that, but I do feel like not every photo that's shot on film um, is better than a digital photo solely based on the fact that it was shot on film. And then I think that because there's so many people on Instagram as well, like it's harder to reach a broader audience because so many people are interested in so many different things that I just don't, while I do use it, I don't think it's a a great way to promote your work or showcase your work. Mm-hmm. And what do you think is a good way to kind of like try to get your work out there more? Like, would it be like other digital platforms or other physical means? Uh, I do enjoy the, the physical means. I like making little magazines and trading those with my friends, little booklets. And then you you hang out with some photographers and they hang out with other photographers and you can share your little your little zines of like 10, 12 photos and then they share yours. And then not only do you get to see other people's work, but you also get to have like a little memento and a connection with them. Um, if you meet them in person. So I I definitely like the like the physical aspect of that, the physical human exchange of that. But online too, um I used to really like Tumblr. I'm not on there too much anymore, but Tumblr was great um for reaching a wider audience as well. And with like the zine tradings, like do you think it really helped you like reach out into the photography community more and stuff like that. Yeah, I th- I think so. I think I was able to, uh, you know, me and my friend, the same friend who gave me my first camera in tenth grade, uh, we started just making these zines, and then we would go to um, photo shows in L. A. or Hollywood mainly of like skateboard photographers because that's what we were into at the time and then there uh it's a photo show so a lot of people who show up to these events are photographers themselves and it's a good conversation starter to you know see the photos and talk about what we like about them or what works in them and then just being like oh hey i also shoot photos i have this little magazine if you want it and they don't cost that much to make maybe like if you print them yourself, uh, like two, three dollars each or something like that, and and you, just, it's a good way to just start a conversation as well. And I feel like people remember it better if you can give them something to have. Yeah, and what would you say is the most challenging part about being a photographer? Um, the most challenging part of being a photographer, I would say, is just trying to find a way to stand out because uh, there's so many talented photographers out there and everyone can, you know, make one image look amazing in a million different ways for different reasons. And each one, you know, each one is strong aesthetically and visually, so it's just... Sometimes it's a little hard to stand out, but 
that doesn't mean you shouldn't keep trying and that doesn't mean you won't stand out because even though uh each an image can look similar to another one you know it it'll speak something different to every viewer that sees it yeah and do you have any photographers who influence you um yeah a lot of my favorite photographers are like growing up were either like skateboard photographers or um photographers that are also filmmakers uh i think one of my top favorite photographers his name is jerry hsu hsu uh he's a skateboarder and then after he stopped skateboarding he just took on photography full-time and he's made a couple of books that are just amazing one of which is compiled the photos that are completely shot uh, on his blackberry phone from like the early 2000s which is a really interesting aesthetic and really interesting just book in general um my second favorite photographer i think is jason lee who was a, an actor and a professional skateboarder but now he's retired and he goes out um i'm not sure if he lives in texas or if he just likes texas but he goes out to the Texas desert and he just takes these beautiful landscape photos on large format cameras which you could print to be these enormous prints that can cover a whole wall and if you ever get to see one in person they're just so detailed and so grand it looks like a painting they're they're amazing and my third favorite photographer I think I would say is uh he's also a skate photographer his name is Atiba and I think his last name is Jefferson Atiba Jefferson and he shoots he started out shooting a lot of skate photos and then he kind of got really really good and he developed his style and now he shoots like he shot the Lakers season one one year and he just does all these professional shoots for magazines now and it's really great to see his growth from just shooting um professional skateboarders which just touch like a little niche culture into this mainstream culture that he can work in now. Um so that's very inspiring and I like that. And for my last question for you is do you have any wisdom or advice that you would want to give to any beginners out there in photography? Um, yeah, it's like, I mean, it's the same advice that anyone will tell you for anything that you want to do, and that's just to keep doing it. Um, I would suggest, you know, I think I mentioned a little earlier, like, it's cool to watch YouTube videos on how to be a little more efficient or know your way around the camera. But I also think there's value in just finding those things out for yourself. And then uh, if you start out shooting film, obviously, like your first five rolls of film are going to come out terrible. But I think that's all part of the learning process. And I wouldn't say I wouldn't let that discourage you. I think, you know, in in today's world, everyone wants to be great at something like on the first try, but it's just something that if you know you want to do, you also have to understand that it's going to take you, you know, months, if not a few years to develop 
your not only your style but you know a way that works for you a way that's efficient for you to get the shots that you want um so yeah i, I really place the value on hands-on learning that's great advice chris and thank you again for joining me today good luck with your photography career you can check out more of Chris's photos on his Instagram, SpaceHound. For more information, go to kpcradio.com. I want to thank you all for listening. I'm Caitlin Villa. I hope you join me next week.